quiz time. Okay, I want you to take a second right now and tell me exactly what is going to happen on the 26th of March in Uganda in 2089. On the 23rd of May, 2089. Can you do it? No, you have no clue. Let's make it a bit easier. I'll give you a second. The 4th of October, 2021. That's this year. That's only a few months away. At 11.23 a.m. at Christchurch St. Ives. Can you tell me what's going to happen? No, you have no idea. It should be a bit easier, but actually... Planning the future and trying to work out what is going to happen in the future is something that is really, really difficult. And for us as God's people, as people who are followers of Jesus, who need to make decisions about the future all of the time, it's sometimes a bit hard to plan. It's sometimes a bit hard to work out what's going on and to trust God as He's in control of the future. When it comes to planning our days and our weeks and our lives, there's so much that could happen. There are so many things that are out of our control. And I think the last two years have definitely shown us that. And so as we try and plan to the future, this is where God has great wisdom for us in James 4 verse 13. Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. To those trying to plan their future, every step of their future, without considering or understanding or recognizing and trusting God and what He says in His Word, you're a goose. As God says in this passage, you are a mist that appears for a little while and then is gone. God is in control of everything. There is one who is in control of all of time. Without... Uh, oh, I just did so much. I'm sorry. Okay, that's what you don't do. We haven't had like an error like that for a while. This takes me back to church online days. One time, I don't know, I, I was, sorry, yeah, I'll, I'll crop that if that's all right. Um, I was doing one at, uh, for youth online. I did a huge burp and then, and then went back to like a few paragraphs beforehand and it did not get edited out. Anyway, sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was, a, it was, a, it was a bit messy. Sorry about that to all involved. Okay, take two. <laughs> I want you to tell me exactly what's going to happen in Uganda on the sixth of August, two thousand and eighty-nine. Can you? No. Let's, that's a bit hard. Let's make it a bit easier. I want you to tell me exactly what's going to happen on the fourth of October, two thousand and twenty-one, in St. Ives, New South Wales. Can you? No, you still actually can't tell me what's going on. Because planning for the future is something that is really, really hard. Uh, when it comes to planning our days and our weeks and our lives, there is so much that could happen. There is so many things that can happen and could happen and that are out of our control. And I think the last two years have definitely shown us this. Uh, when it comes to planning what happens in the future, God has much to say here in James 4. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. To those trying to plan every step of their future without trusting God and without considering God, you're a goose. 
Or as this passage says, you're a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. There is one who is in control of time, the past, the present, the future. One who has authored everything from beginning to end. And that is God. And there is nothing that we can do to kind of thwart or divert his control over the future because he has everything covered. He knows everything that will happen. If you've seen the recent TV series Loki, you'll have seen people's attempt to kind of control time, to try and have some master, some sacred timeline going on. And there's people kind of responsible for maintaining this sacred timeline. But with God's timeline of everything that will happen, he doesn't need anyone to try and keep this time under control. No, he is fully and utterly in control. And so it's really important that we as God's people know this and we understand this. That as we try and plan our futures, as we try and make decisions about the future, that we know that God has got it. That God has got this covered and that nothing is a surprise to him. But you're thinking, Josh... I know this. I don't care. Tell me how to decide things. How do I decide what uni course to aim for? How do I work out how to spend my afternoon? How do I work out what the heck to make for lunch tomorrow? There are just so many decisions. The answer is, do all of this according to the Lord's will. Have a look. James 4, 15. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live live and do this or that. What does this mean? It's pretty hard to know sometimes. But God, who is the author of all time and, knows, and the past and the future, knows exactly what is going to happen. It's not easy to make decisions about following Jesus in the future, but Jesus gives us a really helpful framework. In Matthew 6, verse 33, he says this, Seek first his kingdom, that's God's kingdom, and righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. You see the priorities Jesus gives in decision-making there. Kingdom first. The kingdom of God first, and everything else will follow. Therefore, the priority as we, as God's people, who Jesus has died for, as we make decisions, is Jesus first. That's the whole point in following Jesus. Denying ourselves, taking up our cross and following him, putting him first. So as you plan your future, do you put Jesus first? Do you make decisions that will help you follow Jesus? Or are you, like the people talked about in James, surprised when your life plan doesn't happen? As we work out our career, as we work out what unis to go to, what sports to play, whether or not you should go to that party in the weekend, You need to make decisions based on what will help you grow as a follower of Jesus and what will help you honor and serve and live for Him. We need wisdom from God to help us do that. For instance, as you're putting Jesus first and as you make decisions and you think about your career, you could be a doctor. That'd be cool. Not everyone can do that, but that's a really good way that you could could love people. That's great. But, But... it would probably mean that your time and your effort and everything is directed away from loving Jesus and serving Him and His people. So maybe it is serving the kingdom first, maybe it's not. And, and the, the uncertainty is why it's so important for us to be trusting God and listening to Him and praying to Him and listening to the wisdom and advice of His people. 
We need to all help one another make good decisions for the future as we follow Jesus together. It's not easy, it's not straightforward, but that's what following Jesus is. Putting Jesus first in everything. Jesus is our King, we are following Him. Here are reflection questions for Growth Group today. Why is making plans without, what, without considering what God is doing foolish? Number two, what would making plans according to the Lord's will, like we see in James 4, look like? What would it look like to put the kingdom first, like we see in Matthew 6? And thirdly, how can your group help one another make decisions about the future that'll help you follow Jesus? Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week.